This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm curious what you think, Joe, of, when can we question Brian Snicker? Um, I am one who believes right out of the gate. Um, you know, I, I get it. The guy was the manager uh, who led this team to a World Series a year ago. That's great. Woohoo. Um, if this was Alabama football or Georgia football and Kirby Smart or Nick Saban started off the season losing their first game or losing their first two games, those fans would be going berserk on some, we have got to fix this. You know, something's got to change immediately. And yet I see a lot of, uh, specifically on Twitter, uh, people coming to the defense of Brian Sticker saying it's earlier in the season. You can't be so worried about this stuff. And then other people who are essentially like, oh, the Braves are going to miss the playoffs. You know, I mean, they've completely screwed themselves <laughs> uh, because mm-hmm. of the decisions of Brian Sticker. I just, I, I don't know where do you lie in, and how to question or do we question Brian Snicker's uh, managerial decisions early in the year? I mean, I think there's certainly always reason to question a manager's decisions. And I certainly disagree with some of the things that have been happening um, in terms of just like, yeah, managerial decisions, tactical, strategic decisions that have been made. Um, But at the same time, I, you know, I try to kind of couch that in the understanding that it is a long season and you know it's a big difference between getting off to the start that the Braves have so far and like losing your first two games of a football season where that's like a larger much larger percentage of the totality of this of the season um and you know just with Brian Snicker in general it's never been his strong suit in terms of well even that sounds like I'm um, criticism like being overly <laughs> yeah. critical about him but like like he's i'm brian snicker's forgotten more about baseball than i'll ever know so i like i, I don't want to sound like a smart ass here but i mean i think that there's obvious things that we can question one of them is orlando arcia has been dh'ing instead of playing left field which we now know he can play in left field because he's been playing there against the Dodgers. Uh, I don't think he just learned how to do it. Nope. I think he's probably been able to play left field all year long, but instead he had been DHing for a while. While Marcelo Zuna out there, the poor guy can hardly throw a baseball. He looks like my he looks like my dad throwing the ball, who's had like a million <laughs> surgeries and can hardly move his right arm. Like he has to like torque his whole body and like kind of fling his armor. It like looks painful and awkward and teams can it's you know it's obviously contributing to this terrible Braves outfield defense that we've seen so far this season yeah the the Marcelo Zuna thing was always interesting because when we all first saw it first off Orlando Arcia being a designated hitter I mean he was hitting ninth you never want your DH hitting ninth (laughs) if you if you don't have any more faith than him then he shouldn't be a designated hitter 
Yeah. And so, uh, thankfully, I mean, Marcel was stu- still he was terrible out in the field, and you're uh, you're right, a liability. Uh, I think we forgot that. I think him not playing last season, and then in the 2020 shortened season, only having to do it a handful of times, that we were all kind of like, ah, it's it's fine. We'll manage. We only got to get through a month. Um, it's not that bad. Yeah. Because the whole idea is, oh, well, you know, Acuna gets back and they'll reshuffle this thing around. Um, I may have literally said that what you just said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a month ago. Well, it's because I, I, I literally, I think we forgot. And then specifically, <laughs> I definitely forgot. I was going to say specifically opening day was for me <laughs> yeah, when I was just that like, that was the reminder. Oh, oh that was not, that <laughs> yeah. was not good. Oh, oh. Every, everyone goes. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. But then I think what have we done? Yeah, but that but that goes into questioning Brian Stickers because then they kept trotting him out there, and then we've seen in this Dodger series, oh Orlando Arcia playing out in the field, it's not perfect. Uh, it's still an upgrade from Marcelo Zuna, and Marcelo Zuna is continuing to rake. Um, yeah. so leave it there, you know, like like don't. It feels like don't overthink these sorts of things. Um especially because you might have to start overthinking or not really overthinking. You might have to start thinking strongly about what you're going to do with your other outfielders uh, as Alex Dickerson and as Eddie Rosario continue to uh, Ooh, boy. Sh- struggle would be putting it lightly. Thank goodness. At least Eddie's starting to hit the ball a little bit harder. These last couple games, but man, it's been bad. I, part of me, like Alex Dickerson, he was legitimately hard done by early in the season, but it, that's since trailed off a little bit. Um, he was hitting the ball hard. At one point, he was leading the team in average exit velocity, like through about a week, I think. I think through like through the opening homestand. Uh, now Marcelo Zuna's blowing yeah. him out of the water. Yeah. I think Marcelo Zuna might be leading the league in uh, average exit velocity, or if not, he's close to it. Um, but yeah, it's been like really rough seeing those guys. And something that I heard somebody mention earlier today actually was, uh, you know, it can't be easy for them also this early in the season to like see those numbers reflected on the scoreboard and stuff. Like every time they come up and it's like you're hitting zero something, you know, it's not like they're hitting a, a tough stretch in the middle of the season where they've already accumulated a bunch of stats where they didn't have to stare at exactly how bad they've been. And I do wonder if that may like just compound some of the difficulty but yeah i mean it's 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 not been good um caleb there speaking of brian brian snickers um managerial missteps i guess we could say (laughs) you mentioned it earlier bringing newcomb into that game with one run or i'm sorry with uh you know obviously in a in a jam with two on facing freddie freeman in a tight game a, a game that you still at that point had a you know you were obviously very well in in what was it the fourth inning that he came in and uh, i think more so we don't need necessarily need to talk necessarily about well maybe we could about newcomb coming into the situation in general but i think it's more about brian snickers overall philosophy on bullpen management and the fact that he does not seem willing to bring in you know his top guns in a situation that is extremely crucial like this one was be solely because it happens at a certain point in the game, at which point Brian Snicker does not want to bring in t- certain relievers. Yeah, I think it was funny. I don't know if you, uh, well, you probably would have heard the exchange with Dave O'Brien 
when I did, yeah yeah, yeah. when, when you know, <laughs> was, Smith's talking it's a little tense yeah but it was like I was like thank you like thank you Dave you yeah. know thank you Dave yeah. for for holding in there uh and even getting a little like, getting a little sassy like, who, who, who am I supposed to bring in and Dave's like uh mentor yeah well he was <laughs> I, I think the quote was like I can think of a handful of guys yeah and then yeah. started naming a couple uh, and mm-hmm. then Snit hits him back with, you know, well, if I just use all these guys, they'll be, they'll, you know, they'll be cooked essentially come around mm-hmm. uh, playoff time. And it's, it's just one of those like, but use them ve- there, use them there. Now, two nights from now, when it's their like scheduled time and you're winning by four don't use them then you know then go to a guy who if you give up a run you still got some some wiggle room some like like, you know it's just 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 use your how (laughs) how how am i seeing this as a fan like what am what am i missing here as a media member or as a fan that you are seeing differently because what i feel like i'm seeing from brian snicker is um you know save them at all costs and mm-hmm. keep them on a uh, a schedule that um, they are as healthy as they can be by the postseason. However, as we all know, if you don't win enough games during the regular season, your postseason becomes a lot more difficult. Uh, and I think that's what's frustrating about the crew, that the group of people on social media who are like, hey, you know... Um, don't question Brian Snicker. Like we're still earlier in the season. Those same people come August are going to be like, well, you know, if we only had a couple more games go our way, then uh, maybe we wouldn't mm-hmm. be in the position that we're in or, or, or whatever be the case. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like you, you have to know that these games matter. Otherwise you wouldn't be playing them. Other, If you tell me that these games in April don't matter, then we shouldn't be playing 162 games. Mm-hmm. that's a separate conversation sure. but yeah it's just that that's kind of where I, I get to this point um and it's it's strange with how snicker does that and i'm glad when i see guys like dave o'brien push back on some like all right well at least help me understand and it seems like brian snicker's reasoning is i want these guys to stay healthy and rested yeah uh caleb we got some breaking news happening right now Uh-oh. the braves today placed infielder austin riley on the paternity list. Oh, so congratulations to Mr. Riley. Um, I wanted to try to see if I could scare you a little bit. <laughs> you did <laughs> when they he they placed Austin yeah. Riley on the maternity list. Well, so yeah, Tra- Travis Merritt will be coming up from AAA. Um, just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. Uh, um, I-, I was just about to say, uh, and this is one of those. This is also one of those fun cover. That's not a fun conversation. A conversation that I see pop up. Is like that professional athletes should schedule their uh, their <laughs> yeah. kids in the off season. Yeah. How dare yeah. you? How dare you <laughs> schedule your children to be born when I want to see my team win? Uh, Come on, think about the team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's I think it's more reasonable for baseball players <laughs> because they play one sixty two. That it's kind of like I mean, honestly. When I mean, Riley, Riley thought we'd still be locked out at yeah. that point, so yeah, who, who can who can blame him? Who yeah, blame but c- congrats him? Um, for Austin Riley. Sorry, I kind of derailed us no, a little fine. bit there. Um, I, I did want to just kind of bring it back real quick. I, I wanted to kind of defend Snickers' position a little bit here, not necessarily because I personally defend it, although I do understand his perspective. But I just want to kind of put it out there for listeners to understand 
where he's coming from, which is that the way he sees it, first of all, you just don't know what's going to happen in the future. So one of the big problems that people had with that particular situation was that the whole bullpen was basically available to to, to pitch in that game. Mm-hmm. There, were, there was no arms that were off the table at that point. So you have your whole allocation of bullpen arms. And we know the Braves have some good ones. Um, but the, what Snicker, from his point of view, he's got two games left. And I think, honestly, then having the off day makes us even a little bit more indefensible. But I'm going to continue to try. I'm going to try and defend him Go for ahead. the sake of an interesting uh, conversation anyway. Um, you know, he just did it. The way he sees it is that he wants his top guns to be available to lock down wins. Um, and the, the reason that you have pitchers like Sean Newcomb and other pitchers are to come into some of these situations, especially early in games, because he wants those top guys to have a certain rhythm and a certain timing of, you know, they, they know when they're going to be getting used in games and it all fits kind of into their daily routine. And I think that that's where he's coming from talking about the burnout of, oh, well, if I use these guys in the fourth inning randomly and they don't know it's coming every, you know, every so often, um, you know, they'll be out of form, out of rhythm later on in the season, maybe even burned out to the point that he was making. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with, with, with that. I mean, I still think that you need to bring in arms in crucial situations that, you know, that was a very much a game deciding situation, maybe not game deciding, but extremely influential moment of the game that, that really did end up swinging the tide. And it's just a shame that you didn't have somebody out there better than Newcomb, but you know, you, you do need other pitchers to perform. Ideally, Newcomb was in a good spot lefty on lefty against Freddie Freeman, but you also you have other lefties you could have thrown at him. You could have thrown Minter or Matzik or you know pick pick your lefty. I mean the Braves have a bunch of good ones in their bullpen, so I understand where Brian Sinker is coming from. But I also agree with you overall as to that particular situation. I just felt like. The, especially Newcomb with the struggles that we've already talked about him having um, just never felt good. And it kind of had a, the ending that I think we all unfortunately were expecting. Well, if I'm completely honest, it was the one time that I actually felt bad for Sean Newcomb because I Mm. thought he was set up for failure um, Mm. versus some other situations he could have been put in. Uh, Now it's still, indefensible in a way that like Sean Newcomb comes in that game and he just looks scared. You talk about pitching around Freddie Freeman to walk him. Like he looked like he didn't want to be the one who gives up the home run. And it's like, I'm sorry, unfortunately you're in a situation you've got to fake it till you make it. Uh, and he hadn't been able to fake it. Uh, and you know, it, it it's end of the road. And as we said earlier, you know, I mean, I hope he, is able to find it in the rest of his career. Um, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.